0: How many of you are feeling impatient right now, not getting the results you want, feeling like things should happen faster? Well, I'm right there with you.
1: These coaching sessions, although I'm coaching Des, I would recommend everybody ask themselves, how does this apply to me? Notice what it is that you're feeling and ask yourself why. So when you're yeah. feeling anxious, ask yourself why. The answer is the thought that you're very fixated on and it's almost always untrue.
0: welcome back to the born unbreakable podcast or welcome here maybe it's the first episode you're ever listening to if you're here thank you for being here and choosing to listen today i'm your host coach des and i have with me my friend tracy Pleshcourt, and we've been doing this amazing series of coaching just honest unfiltered in the moment coaching and i can't tell you or, or even put into words how invaluable it's been to me because I look forward to the opportunity to just take a moment and ask myself the question, where am I? What am I feeling? What's going on with me? And how can I use this precious time to come away, you know, in, in short order with having something on the other side that helps me to take action in a way that's going to be meaningful and impactful for myself and 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 probably for others so tracy thanks for coming back and having these coaching coaching sessions with me my it's so
1: pleasure and i think that's such a really good point to make because for anybody if you have maybe never you know had a life coaching session Or maybe you're somebody who, you know, does engage in that on the regular, we can probably all relate to not wanting to do the work of seeing how our thinking is creating our feelings or not doing wanting to do the work of really tapping into how we're feeling and what kind of behaviors that leads to, I know that when I have a coaching session on my calendar, it's not the thing that I always love and, or I'm looking forward to, but to your point, Des, my gosh, I always walk away with such a renewed sense of control that I actually have so much more control than I ever thought. I control my feelings, I control how I show up, I control the results that I'm experiencing. And that is such an important reminder, no matter who you are. And so these coaching sessions, although I'm coaching Des, I would recommend everybody ask themselves, how does this apply to me? Because the thoughts that she's having the feelings that she's experiencing the results that she's getting i'm quite sure we can all relate to them and ultimately the reason why she feels anything is because she's believing something and sometimes those beliefs work for her and sometimes they work against her and having that heightened sense of awareness is what's important. That's why we're here. We know for sure, any listener who asks themselves, how does this apply to me, you will come up with an answer. And that will make this time valuable for you. So I'm so glad you started off by saying that because it's such a gift that you are giving your listeners.
0: Yes. And this is, this it's its intentionality and consciousness. Uh-huh. So we can create a greater sense of self-awareness because that's sometimes the one person we need to spend the most time with is ourselves. Uh-huh. And it's the person that we avoid. Right. Because we're like, hold on, hold on. I got to give my time over here to this person or this group. and, And then you're just, you're hanging out and you're last and then you're too tired to give the attention. Right. So yeah. this is a purposeful, this is a purposeful exercise. So before we jump into um, the coaching session, I, I would encourage anyone as well to ask yourself if you're giving yourself purposeful time do you carve that out what does that look like and and if it isn't uh with another person at the moment for something like coaching is it is it a mindful moment is it time where you just give yourself i, I like to call it balcony time you know time to think reflect strategize but that special time that's just for you so yeah. that's another thing to think about but i you know when in, in coming to this session today. The thing that has been coming up for me, Tracy, is, is patience. I had I'd listened to this awesome podcast episode from this uh, a podcast called Mindset Mentor. Rob Dial is the, uh, the, the coach that's on there. Really experienced, does a lot of coaching, does a lot of solo episodes on topics. And it was a short, impactful one. And the question that he had posed was, what's the number one key to success? And I was like, what a good question. You know, how would anybody answer that? There's about a thousand different answers anyone could say. And his answer was patience. And I sat there and thought, wow, that's really impactful. And, and I listened to what he had to say, it resonated with me. And then, of course, I find myself, this was probably a week or two ago, stumbling with the very thing that he said was a key to success. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's this, this, this feeling that I have of uh, being patient with the process. You know, last time we, we met, I talked about starting some new ventures with a book and a rental company and, you know, this program I'm launching for young women. And it's like, it's a weird thing of it's all happening and it feels like it's happening fast. But then the patience of going through the experience, uh, getting to the results, because they're all kind of in the in this you know early infant like a baby. <laughs> you know, it's like here's a little baby being born, and before the baby can run, it has to crawl and walk first. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of struggling with. Well, I'm like, well, just just start running, just. You know
1: <laughs> yeah like. yeah, and that's such a good analogy. So your like benchmark of a result would be the baby running. Your benchmark isn't the baby crawling. So just notice that that you're feeling impatient because you don't yet have the result. If the result that you were looking for was the baby crawling, you probably wouldn't be feeling impatient. Yeah. But your thought is we're not there yet mm-hmm. because the benchmark isn't baby crawling, yeah. right? So In end
0: game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: what <laughs> I want I want you guys to recognize that your feelings, patience comes from what? What thoughts. creates? Yes, your thoughts, your yeah. beliefs, and so if you have a belief, which I know you do because you just gave the most beautiful analogy that there are certain thresholds that you have to meet to make progress. So mm-hmm. great analogy is the baby learning how to walk, they first have to crawl, they then have to, you know, probably use a walker, then they have to right? then they might have to hold a hand, then they might have to take three steps before they fall. And through that entire process, they are learning, right? Without that ability to learn from the falls, they would never get to the point where they have to, or where they can walk. So if you think about the falling, the crawling, the all the holding of the hand using a walker as opportunities to learn, and that becomes the benchmark. Those become kind of those milestone markers that you actually are like pointing towards. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, patience or the lack thereof is almost a mute point because you've kind of, you've, you've condensed, you've taken what, you know, so many people are like, oh, I want to lose weight. And then they go and they're like, Today I'm gonna go run a mile because I wanna lose weight. Well, it's like, is that really the place that you wanna be starting? Like, what do we want to like create as reasonable, like benchmarks, as reasonable minimum baseline activities? Because then patience might become a mute point. But right now you're like, okay, I'm actually doing a lot of things, but yet I'm noticing I'm feeling impatient or I yeah. have a lack of patience. Why is that? You said, because I'm not seeing results. So if patience is really what you're going for, or you actually just don't want to feel impatient, maybe it's the results that we need to look at.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's so true because I I have these glimmers, I have moments, you know the, the the times when I struggle with the patience is thinking about having the book in my hand and I'm not we're not there yet, right? Okay. Or 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 walking into my investment property, but I'm not there yet. I'm in uh-huh. the, I'm in the beginning stage of this selling and pro- loan and all all, you know, all the things and uh-huh. and same thing with this program that hasn't started yet, but it but it's about to, you know, uh-huh. this this coming weekend, and but then when I can appreciate. Uh, a step in the right direction mm-hmm. with any any one of these endeavors it it's like oh this is great mm-hmm. and i'm learning so much mm-hmm. just from this moment in time you know watching this module in my in my program of writing this book and having an aha moment going oh my gosh i need to relish in this mm-hmm. like this is what makes sense right now yeah. feeling that book it doesn't make any sense because it's not going to be meaningful if i don't do this thing over here so yeah. there's moments where i i embrace it it's when i when i'm thinking of th- this the result that's a little bit too far yeah is when yeah. i get hung up yeah. on all of this and that's
1: not a problem the hang up is not a problem at all like we are human we have two parts of our brain we have that very reactive part of our brain and then we have the really responsive part of our brain we want to trip the trigger and stay in the behaviors that look responsive, we really don't want to stay in the behaviors that look like knee jerk reactions, because they often don't create the kind of results that we want. This is a great example, you're being really reactive to this thought of it's not done yet, I don't have the book in hand, the program's not done. Well, there's nothing wrong with that thought if you just don't react from it. Like, if you start getting really antsy, and you start you know, lashing out at people or you start getting so impatient that maybe you throw in the towel. Like those are all reactions that you don't want to have, right? Mm -hmm. You want to be more responsive. Like it's okay that I don't have the book in hand yet. I'm actually growing from every tiny little step that I'm taking. I'm evolving as a person. I'm learning so much from this. There's so It's just a matter of slowing down and really trying to stay out of that place of judgment. Like you are a human. You do have that part of your brain that is going to be really reactive. That's not a problem. You just don't want to like create your results from that part of your brain. You want to create your results from that responsive, what I like to call your prodigy brain, or you call it the powerful brain, right? It's like... You want to be a lot more intentional with your thinking, not react from the unintentional thoughts. So the fact that you're noticing is a quantum leap in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Just noticing will extinguish that feeling of impatient. Yeah. Right. So
0: it it is. And and even just the time when I, I have mindfulness and I get out of the minutiae mm-hmm. sometimes it's something as simple as driving like taking a drive or mm-hmm. hopping on the treadmill. Yeah why do you and, think that is it's it's I I'm in a place where I'm not overthinking. Yes. <laughs> and you know I'm I'm giving myself space and time it's breathing room. It basically is, is what is a way that I would describe it with the breathing room. It's some, something like driving, something like hopping on the treadmill is the, is the time and the space to go. (sighs) Okay.
1: Yeah. Some people call that slowing down your thoughts. Some people call it redirecting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really a matter of noticing how this fixation or, This thought that I'm spinning out on is making me feel and I don't want to feel that anymore. So therefore, I'm going to redirect now. Nobody talks like that to themselves. Right. It all happens in in, the blink of an eye. But Mm -hmm. I just want to point out what may not be so obvious is the reason why when you jump on the treadmill or you get in the car, you stop feeling that way is because you have unintentionally, you've actually redirected your thoughts. Right. And that is like the evidence that we all need to prove the fact that thoughts are what's creating your feeling. Yes. Not a circumstance.
0: No, because I, you know, on the flip side, I've, I've caught myself a few times this week becoming a little fanatical because of the impatience mm-hmm. you know i want something done so urgently that i'm doing everything in my power on my end and uh, like a lot of times there's somebody else that we need to do a a, a thing on their end for the thing to to happen mm-hmm. And, and, and those are very easy times to get impatient Mm -hmm. because it's this, it's this period of waiting and then you get frustrated and you're like, why are you moving so slow? And this is the fourth time I'm following up with you. And, you know, when, when I get that and, and I, and I feel it, Mm -hmm. I, uh, my blood pressure is going up. My heart is beating faster. My mind is racing. I feel like, you know, um anxious yeah. and so when all of that is happening and i go through the episode yes. of you know this this frantic phone call or whatever it is i'm trying to accomplish and i and then i take a minute and i go it's gonna be okay mm-hmm. it's not nothing has gone wrong the, end of the world yeah it's gonna be fine it's just that you're so intent on this thing happening right now you're you're you're, you're losing your mind here yeah. <laughs> so right just and walk away for a, for a minute yeah
1: this is just me wishing that i had the book in hand or the program right. done and that's okay like nothing has gone wrong right? right it's not real reasonable to think that the you know the genie's gonna pop out of the bottle and book is going to be completed. No, there's actually a process that I'm actually meant to go through because I'm evolving as a person through all of the learning that comes from writing this book, right? So it does sound like a little bit of a conversation that requires you to slow down.
0: And that's exactly
1: what you did. Now, you know, some of the listeners are probably like, "Uh, yeah, I don't see myself doing that. You know, it doesn't have to be that methodical. It doesn't have to be, you know, the minutiae that we're getting into right now. You could just notice what it is that you're feeling and ask yourself why. So when you're yeah. feeling anxious, ask yourself why. The answer is the thought that you're very fixated on. And it's almost always untrue. You're just believing it. And so, ask what if you didn't believe that thought? It changes everything.
0: Oh, it's amazing. The irony of all this—it just occurred to me in this very moment. That's why it's awesome to reflect. The, I was on this radio show right before this this uh, session, and uh, my my friend does the these two shows actually, and his series is called "The Process." <laughs> <laughs> how funny is that yeah and and it's it's about what does the process mean to you and when i was talking and he's asking me these questions because we were talking about change and evolution and growth and all that the process when i when i spoke of it it was trusting in yourself mm-hmm. trusting in the journey having some surrender and and having faith and i think that you know when, when we're talking about what what thought do I have to think to get the feeling of patience that's it occurred to me right now that one of those thoughts is faith is is like having faith in in the next step and the one foot after the other and that you do have to take individual steps up the staircase you don't just make it to the top right if there's not an elevator, right. you, you have to step one after the other after the other. And I think that when I, when I go to that thought of have faith in this and trust yourself, yeah. then it becomes less daunting yeah. to achieve the patience. It's yeah. just, there you go. I have, to catch, I have to catch myself. Go, okay, hold on. Let me, how do I get back? How do I get centered here?
1: Yeah. And I have faith. In the process, I have faith in myself. I have faith that those women that I'm writing this program for need me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have faith that this book is going to help a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So I have faith. And then your brain's going to say, you know, let's expand upon that. Let's argue for that. So list out, like, give yourself the gift of like really like um, making that statement credible. I have faith in this, 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 this. Now that is so meaningful. That thought just became a belief. I have faith. And now it's like, oh, isn't it interesting how I'm experiencing that energy, that vibration of patience. And I show up in an entirely different way.
0: Yeah. It is so different. I mean, you should have seen me on the phone the other day. I was a rebel with a cause. I was like, oh, I'll call back if I don't get what I want and talk to a different person or, you know, um, but it was just, it's just funny how you catch yourself in these moments. And it's a real, it's just a real thing. Yeah. And when we, when we can I think we're we're the most fascinating creatures there there is yeah you know because we're we're so we're so much our greatest can be our greatest problem but truly our greatest solution mm-hmm. it's all the same yeah so it's like yep wow yeah how amazing is that
1: yeah one thing that I remind myself of often is that all problems and all solutions exist at the level of our mind they do and that is really comforting to me because it always reminds me that i have control all the problems all the solutions exist at the level of my mind and that typically pulls me out of any sort of pity party i'm having for myself
0: (laughs) and we have it yeah and we sit there and that is such such an important part of what I want people to experience in choosing to come to this show in each episode is the fact that we can have these these moments where you 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 feel victimized, mm-hmm. but it takes that conscientious thinking to become a victor.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. right, intentional thinking. Yeah, it's the unten- unintentional thinking that typically strips our power away. And, you know, you're not to blame for that. It's not, you know, it is unintentional, but where you can disrupt that, that creation of unwanted results is by noticing how you are thinking and feeling, noticing Mm -hmm. it's all in the noticing have an, a sense of awareness around what it is that you're thinking and feeling, and you will immediately fall into intentional, like you can't help it. The minute you ask yourself, what am I thinking and feeling? Your brain is in search. It's being intentional, but you gotta have to, you have to create something that interrupts the pattern of being unintentional. Yeah. It really is life changing. My one of my teammates yesterday, she goes, You should count how many times you say life changing in a day. And I'm like, true. I do say it a lot. I'm like, or transformational because it did. It changed my life. I watch my clients' lives change on the daily. It's and it really does have everything with being intentional. And and I'm not saying that, you know, if you If you choose not to be intentional, you're going to live some doomed life. I'm saying that it is the solution for people who think that they're living a life full of problems. Like that is the answer for those Mm -hmm. people who think that they have a problem. The problem exists at the level of your mind. And so does the solution.
0: Yeah, it reminds me and that's why and this is what make, makes it lighthearted is I think of the movie Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have seen it if you haven't you definitely have to go watch it. But you know, she you know the the the, the main character in the story is the whole part of the first part of the movie is a pity party, mm-hmm. right? Like she's losing her friend who's getting married, she lost her job, she has to live back with her mom. I mean, just all these things are happening and she's just like I'm just going to sit on the couch and just eat and just be mean to people and (laughs) everything. And then it isn't until she has the epiphany and she has wake up calls because of the people around her going, you're going to just fall into a valley of despair if you don't change the way that you're thinking. Yeah. Which is then gonna change the way you're feeling, which is then gonna change the way that you're behaving. Yes. And yes. then in the movie she got her stuff together <laughs> and then she 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 made a turn for the better, little by little with right. each of the relationships that were turning into, you know, right. crap. Yeah. But it's but I d but I think it's a great example, mm-hmm. you know, for yeah. us to go like, wow, that that quickly just by by going, Okay, hold on. Yeah. Do i really want to wake up and live relive this nightmare over again right or do i want to live this differently yeah by by changing what's going on up here yeah you know Yep.
1: Yeah. so what's your thought for the week that's that's gonna kind of turn this lack of patience into what what's the feeling that you're wanting?
0: I, you know it's it's I, i've been loving this i've been feeling into this is this 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 faith over fear, this faith over fear? I keep thinking faith over fear, and it's good to remember. It's got a little a little alliteration in there yeah. because it's because i I know, and we acknowledged this last time, and this is me going. It's okay that I'm going to have moments. Um, throughout this my experience of doing multiple things and it's in its infancy stage stage, like we said, but now I can I can have these mantras and it will help me to go, okay. This is this this is me. I'm doing I'm doing the thing. Yep. Nothing has done this happens. Yep here we are <laughs> I'm doing the thing where I'm getting impatient with myself and what, what can I do? And I, I just love that. I, I love being able to say faith to, to say to myself, faith over fear and, and persevere and, you know, and, and be able to take that, that step and, and feel good about it. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing is I, I want to feel good about, Hey, this step is a big one. Yeah. This step right here that I'm taking is going to get me closer Yep. Two. Yeah. What I what I the ultimate result, but you have to have those like you were talking about those micro, those those micro results to get the macro results. Exactly. Exactly. I think-
1: and the only reason why you're you have the ability to see those micro results is because you're feeling different. Your mantra, faith over fear, makes you feel. What can you put an emotion to it?
0: Yeah. It makes, it it makes me feel that hopeful. Okay.
1: Hopeful. The hopefulness has you showing up looking for the micro steps that you couldn't see when you were feeling impatient. You couldn't Mm -hmm. see those micro steps that added up to the bigger results. But now that you're feeling hopeful, you start actually looking at the bigger picture. And you're like, Oh, look at all these little steps that I'm taking that I'm learning from. Yeah. Yeah. Faith over. It's awesome. is an awesome, awesome thought. That's definitely going to pay back dividends for you.
0: Oh, good work, I love it. sister. Good work. Yes. Yes. This day has just gotten so much better because I, you know, I'm, I'm going into the next thing I have today is going into my, my author, ignite your inner author, uh, you know, class and, and, and I, I, I want to channel that energy. There you go. You no, know, being this, being in this space with other authors and, 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 uh, I I, I love being able to go in with that, with that feeling.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. i I am so impressed and so inspired by you, and no doubt your listeners are too.
0: Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome. Amazing. How many of you are feeling impatient right now? Not getting the results you want, feeling like things should happen faster? Well, I'm right there with you. And I hope that this episode today helps you to get out of that space and into one where you can embrace patience. I know it's easier said than done, but I certainly value the process of talking through with Coach Tracy exactly what I'm feeling so I know how to shift my thoughts and move closer to the feeling that I want to have and it's i i have just appreciated so much seeing how resilient we are as human beings we really are masterful wonderful intelligent beings that have the capability to do absolutely anything on this planet if we put our mind to it and we change the way that we think so we can manifest the outcomes that we want in our lives. And I I tell you, I've been very open and transparent and real and raw here on this show with this coaching series. Tracy and I wanted to do something a little different for a couple of weeks to just give you a dose of the kinds of things that I'm experiencing in my life and how exactly I'm working through them in real time. So I hope it's been helpful for you. I love this mantra and this revelation that I've had about faith over fear. I I hope that it's something that you may be able to take with you if you're feeling anything less than hope right now. If you are feeling like you are at a spot of giving up or overwhelmed or over overthinking and not appreciating each step that you're taking towards a bigger goal and and you know just remember that it does take baby steps to get to that big ultimate objective that you want to achieve Uh, most great things do not happen overnight most great things happen millimeter by millimeter one step and one action at a time i have been also embracing telling myself des one more action today in the direction with this specific thing you're working on whether it's the real estate transaction whether it's the book that i'm writing or the program that i'm starting or thinking about the next things that I'm doing in my consulting business, one action. What's the action that you need to take today that's gonna get you closer to the outcome that you wanna achieve tomorrow? I hope that resonates with you. Again, I appreciate so much you being here and tuning into the show. If you haven't already, please do hit that subscribe or follow button and do me a favor and share this episode with somebody who may need to hear it, who needs that inspiration, who needs that push, who needs that encouragement right now. Also, if you don't mind giving a rating and review, if you haven't already, Specifically, if you're an Apple user, it does go a long way and helps people to find the show. All right. So remember, I had mentioned this before, but just a reminder that episode 111 that is coming out this weekend is so special to me because you know that I'm a big true crime fan and I have the co-hosts who are sisters, Rasha Picorero and Yvette Gentile, hosts of Root of Evil and Facing Evil on the show in the next episode. They are remarkable women. I know you'll be inspired by their story. So make sure to tune in to the next episode. With that, I'll see you next time. Remember that you are your only limit. So take action today.